welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you this week? I am doing great. We are getting ready to head into that holiday season as the meme on Facebook says, you know what? Midnight on December 31st, or in Disney's case, November 1st, Fairy Godmother waves her wand and Christmas is upon us. And I am getting ready to head out for the holidays at Walt Disney World. So that's always a good uh, week to be on. Definitely, definitely. And I have some friends that are there. They were sending me pictures. Halloween no more. It is Christmas with the big Christmas tree out there. Uh, just, Just a wonderful time to be there. Filled with all sorts of different ways to tickle the senses, which leads us into tonight's show, because you and I have talked a great deal about traveling to Disney for for many, many years, and we've covered many, many topics. And the one thing that I keep coming back to that I think we really needed to, to talk about is that we do have plenty of people that visit Walt Disney World who are you know, very, very sensitive with their, with their senses. My wife is definitely one of them. My son is one of them. So tonight we're going to talk about navigating the senses for a sensory friendly experience in Walt Disney world. And I'm excited to cover it, but I'm a little nervous to cover it because honestly, as you all know, our slogan is in about 20 minutes a week. Yeah. And we're going to break it down into eight different categories that each probably need a good 45 minutes. Yes. So we're going to give you an overview and like all parents, I think the best thing that we can say is the more prepared you are, the more armed with information you are, the better the experience is going to be. Because as you said, Jeff, I think we all have some kind of sensory issue, whether we're more prone to, I have an issue with flashes of light my i am photophobic and i tear up and different little things they may not impact every minute of every day but i think we all have something the loud noises the lighting effects all of those things well and let's be clear right off the bat this should go without having to be said but neither one of us are doctors so it's the type of thing where if you have a situation in your family you know that everybody's different you know your family better than anybody consult a doctor about a specific situation that may face anybody in your traveling party before you go, because our advice is, is really good, but let's be fair. It's not medical advice. That's just the reality. It is not. And I will also be very fair and say that both Disney park maps and Disney rides have a lot of warning signs. And again, Disney is there to make sure that they have protected themselves. So they're going to say nobody that's pregnant, nobody that's this, nobody that's that should get on this ride. Right. But your doctor may know what works. And some of you may be lucky. You have a doctor like me who is a Disney Vacation Club member and (laughs) we can talk about every ride in the park. Yeah. Some of you need a new doctor because your doctor's never been to Disney and has no idea about specific rides. And so we're going to key in on some of those things to talk about with your medical professional and with your own family and think about for yourselves. So where do you think we should begin as we talk about this intense topic? We've got eight categories I'm going to go through. And 
again, I think it's thinking of solutions and distractions and knowing what's coming. Everybody's going to say there's so many obvious things. When we talk about the eight categories, we're going to cover scent and smell, lighting effects, noise, darkness, extra bumpy, and speed. And people are going to say things like, well, we know the obvious. Parades are loud and sensory and fireworks and stage shows. Those are all a lot. Yes. The reality, I think, is in general, Disney is extremely visually stimulating. So if you go back through our stroll through shows, and I'll put some links in the notes, one of the best things that I can tell you besides knowing some of these specific rides, our stroll through shows give you at least one place, if not more, in every park to not have to leave the park, but to escape all of these things that we're talking about. A way to kind of get out of things. Because some of the places that you might think to escape, something like Small World, a very simple boat ride, Navi River, also a very simple boat ride, they have sensory issues. They're known for loud noise. Navi River has scent and smell issues for those that are sensitive. Um, boat rides in general in Disney, if getting bumped or jostled is something for a member of your family, those things that are simple and you think are the easy outs might not be. And so, well, again, there is no way we can cover everything tonight. We're going to talk about some rides in every park in each of those categories to really give you food for thought. Okay, so you mentioned the obvious things like fireworks, parades, stage shows, those types of things. We see plenty of people walking around with their small children wearing, you know, noise-canceling headphones, that type of stuff. But let's let's segue to the scent and smell category that we've got there because for those of us that do not have sensory overload, the scents and the smells that we're going to mention here maybe our core memories, right, for some of us. But for those that, that struggle with being overloaded with scents and smells, some of these can be challenging. And, and I'll just note that the Segway would fall under the bumpy and the speedy categories. That, that's fair. So no Segways in Fort Wilderness if you're worried about that. <laughs> Again, scent and smell. I want to give you some obvious and a little more unique. The number one smell attraction that comes to mind for me and this is not a positive smell experience is the tomorrowland speedway you can't help but smell those car fumes even just walking by yep then you have great pleasant smell attractions like soaring but there are a lot of smell attractions the Jungle Cruise has scents in it. Pirates of Caribbean has scents in it. Living with the land, because it's that hot house, you're getting a lot of the smells. And one thing I'll say about living with the land, and I know that's one of your favorites, Jeff, mm -hmm. um, it's a constantly changing attraction because it is living. Right. So I've been in it, and I would not call it a scent attraction, but I've also been on it on days when they've done fresh plantings and you can really smell some of the new fertilization techniques and things that they're trying. So 
that one is a bit of a wild card. No, I totally agree with that. And and you mentioned something like pirates. You know, for those people that haven't been to Disney World in a number of years, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's never it's never ending. It's constantly changing. Some of the scents in pirates, if you haven't been there in a decade, it, they're different, right? So, like the the whole fire sequence in Pirates of the Caribbean, it's different from when it was when when people first went there and and that that attraction opened. So, it also is the type of thing where just be aware that it might not be what you remember as well. Even if you've been on the attraction and it's been several years, just take note of that because some of these these smells could change. Especially you talked about Soren, depending upon what show we're getting, it changes. Which version, you yeah. bet. And something like Pirates hits so many senses, which is, I think, what makes a lot of these attractions so all-encompassing and things that really you get into the story and you want to do again and again, they're purposely hitting a lot of senses. Yeah. But if we just take pirates for a minute, it does have the scent smell issue. It has lighting effect issues if you're epileptic or have lighting concerns. Mm -hmm. It has loud noises in the scene where they're shooting off the cannons. And I'll give a quick personal story. I was probably about 10 years old when we got stuck in that scene for what I will tell you felt like an hour. And I know that's an exaggeration. <laughs> but, you know, it's important when you have somebody who has a high sensitivity to these items to consider, even if it's only a 10 second thing, you could end up anywhere for longer than expected. Correct, so yeah. that has loud noise. Pirates also has a couple of spots that are considered periods of darkness and blackout, like right before you go down mm -hmm. that little flume. Yep. It's also bumpy. Anything that has that belt, as it's pulling you back up the belt, it's going to be bumpy. The belt is going to create a noise issue as well. Because it's got a flume in it, it has that little bit of a speed issue for a minute. And it's got a flume. So it's got a wetness issue and the surprise element. So this one. Yeah, it checks every box. Really <laughs> every box. Which, but you know, there's not always bad. I would have thought that. Correct. But, I and, mean, it's. Pirates, it's a little boat ride. Let's do it. Well, and it's 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 not always bad, it. right? It's not always bad. We're not we're not saying these things that like avoid it at all costs, but be aware, plan for it, know that you're you're hitting all of those things. And like I just said, it's not bad. It's what for a majority of people is the goal behind a lot of Correct. these rides is hitting so many senses. Yes. Because it brings you in more. But for others, if you're not thinking about it, you know, as I started to make this list, there were a couple of rides that hit all eight. And I was like, wow, you know, most of them are going to hit four and five, maybe even six. Yeah. But again, the ones that hit them all weren't the top ones that I would have thought of. No. Well, let's segue to lighting because you mentioned that Pirates checks that box too. But there are a couple here that are going to surprise people. You know, when when we talk about lighting and the first one that does come to mind and I can I can speak personally to this when we brought our children on it for the first time is the Tiki Room. 
the lighting in the tiki and, room, you know, you, and that that goes with darkness and with loudness and stuff too. But the tiki room, the lighting in it, it 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 has moments where if you're not prepared for it, it could it could throw your senses for a loop. Because that one again, hitting on several things. If you can't think of the scene Jeff is talking about, one of the scenes is a lightning storm. Right. So you've got noise, you've got darkness, then you've got the flashes of light. Equally, Buzz Lightyear is one that people are always surprised by. And Buzz Lightyear actually has an epilepsy warning outside. Sure. Because it has a strobe light yep. in use. Yep. Um, similar, not the same because you're not inside, but over in Hollywood Studios, alien swirling saucers, mm -hmm. Millennium Falcon, um, heading over to... Epcot, you've got Nemo has that dark ride and the flashes of light and the neon lighting. And then even things like Disney Junior and Inside Stage Show and Country Bears with all of that up lighting and different visual effects. So for those that are sensitive, they're not all not all lighting effects are created the same. No. no. Some lighting effects are definitely epileptic triggers others are lighting effects that people who have sensitivities need to know about yeah that you don't want to be walking around with a headache for the remainder of your <laughs> of your vacation it's not necessarily going to going to cause a seizure uh but what about loud noise you know we've got we've got plenty of yeah. loud noises that are by design in, in walt disney world and, but you know some maybe we some would of them expect. Are a surprise. right think about the minute you enter the magic kingdom you might have a real surprise because as you're entering, that train is pulling out of the station and off goes that train whistle. Yep. You know, and if you're riding the train, the amount of noise that train makes, or if you're riding the river boats, even something like Small World that has a loud musical track and a multi-musical track as they're singing in different languages. And if you're very sensitive to noise, that transition from one room to the other where you're hearing competing sounds, most people don't notice. Some do. Sure. Sure. And when, um, they, when and you do, you can't get away from it. <laughs> loud, surprising noises. Mm. For example, the Beauty and the Beast stage show ends with kind of fanfare and the popping champagne corks. So Broadway style show, great musical, but then all of a sudden you might be caught off guard. Well, and I'll give you one that's that's totally not an attraction at all. The bathrooms. The bathrooms, especially for small children, when they auto flush are very loud. And I, I for years my son would have to walk out of the bathroom with his hands over his ears because he was he didn't know when it was gonna go off and when it went off it was very loud. So something as, as benign as the bathroom just be mindful of it. It's it's a real thing. I'll give you my little packing tip that is a dual use tip. A small pad of post-it notes works wonders on those auto flush toilets. You can cover the sensor, allow your child to exit so they're a little further away, and then be courteous to those behind you. Remove your post-it note and flush. And that post-it note also works wonderfully if you plan on having a sleep-in day on your last day, because we know that housekeeping loves to come knocking on your door early to make up room for anxious arriving guests, I put a post-it note on my door that says, 
leaving at 10.30 a.m. Please do not disturb. And I save myself that 8 or 8.15 knock. So That's good. That's good. Well, you, you mentioned sleep. So I think we should segue to darkness. <laughs> I know we have a number of things that you mentioned already where there's darkness included. Some folks, the dark is not a, not their friend. So what tips do you have? Especially for little children and darkness coming out of nowhere. So I'll give you my two tips and then I'll talk about a couple of the rides. And I'm going to show how old I am with this one tip. Okay. But my niece used to have a glow worm. And if you can find any kind of stuffed animal that's like it, it is the number one thing I think you should bring with you. Because when you press its belly, it lights up. Mm -hmm. And it lights up enough that the child can see right near them, but you're not disturbing anybody else on the ride, which is key. And the child has total control. So it gets dark and they get scared. They can press it and turn on that light. Little flashlights or things like that, a tap light, something with you on some of those rides is helpful. Some of the rides are just way darker than you think, like Haunted Mansion going through, Winnie the Pooh. It can be dark. And so we've actually done Haunted Mansion where we really haven't seen pretty much anything because my daughter was so afraid of the dark at the time that we spent the entire ride looking at photos on my camera to keep her distracted. So again, a good source of light, a good distraction, but not bothersome to anybody else. We mentioned earlier, Tiki Room has a bit of darkness. Feel Her Magic, a movie that I love, starts out in the pitch black. Nemo and Muppets start out in the pitch black. Spaceship Earth, periods of darkness. And even Jungle Cruise, which... Again, might not be a ride you think of for darkness because we all know it's outdoors, right? But that Until you go into that cave. <laughs> yeah. When you go through that cave, yeah. that cave can seem really long. Yeah, no, and and you know, like like we've always said, a lot of it by design, but just be mindful of it because a lot of the times you're planning for these trips and, and maybe you don't have these sensory uh, issues yourself, but you're traveling with somebody that does. So it's really important to take a look at the, the lay of the land, talk to your travel specialist too. And then of course your doctor, if that's, if that's in your wheelhouse, the next thing we have is bumpy and you had mentioned the things with belts, you know, so we can kind of maybe just skip over those, but anything else that you can think of that's got like a bumpiness to it that might be, you know, disturbing. We talked a little bit also about being bumped. So some of the boat yeah, rides where yeah. the boats stack up the speedway where the cars stack up. Yep. Um, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. We actually had a problem in my own family when I said to them, oh, it's very tame. You just get in this train and you go through. Yeah, not all of it, no. <laughs> and I wasn't thinking about that last room where your car literally dances. And so you have that jostling movement. When you're out on the safari, you're definitely moving around. You know, that it's a truck. It's a free roaming truck. So you are going to hit bumps in the road. Obvious things like Star Tours, Millennium Falcon, Rise of the Resistance. Some of the bigger thrill rides you expect to be bumpy. Yeah, definitely. But things like Toy Story, because it whips you around. Again, you think of it as almost a video game from a car, but you don't think of it 
with the motion, but it's there. Well, and even you mentioned Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but even when you go visit Remy over at Epcot, you know, the, the trackless ride has certain jolts to it as well with that attraction. So just be mindful of those types of things. I think it's, I think it's important to know. Um, and, and you're right. And as I said earlier, any one of these, I could easily discuss on its own for 20 to 40 minutes. hundred percent, hundred percent. If in doubt, talk to me, talk to your doctor, talk to somebody else. You know, we can help you look at some rides, give you a list of things to consider. And again, it doesn't mean you're ruling them out. It means you're prepared for them. So we have a couple more that we're going to talk about of those categories you mentioned. And, and the next one is speed. And I will say that as, as an aging man, I'm not going to say old, but as an aging dad, <laughs> uh, you know, the tea party does this for me every time. And I went on it with my daughter and the last time we were there at, at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And she's looking at me and I'm making a joke of it, but I am dizzy because of the speed that we're spinning in that. So be mindful of that and the speed, you know, aside from the thrill rides that we're talking about, the teacups can, can spin you around completely. And same for, by its name, Alien Swirling Saucers. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mickey and Minnie's, again, a lot of movement, things. You expect it when we talk about roller coasters and Correct. things. yeah. You don't expect it with these other options. No. But, you know, you have to understand that when we're talking about these things, if we're skipping over certain things like Rise of the uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy over in speed, because we we're expecting that you're going to know that roller coaster is going to go going to go fast and and, and kind of screw with your equilibrium a little bit. So, um, wetness wetness is is an interesting one because you know we have Aladdin magic carpets here as one of them. And here's the reality. My daughter will stand out in front of that to get wet. So they're, they're... And I was just going to say, that one, more people probably get wet walking by right. than actually riding. Yeah. Splash Mountain is an obvious wet ride, as is Cali. But things like Jungle Cruise has a little bit where you can get wet. Pirates has a little bit where you can get wet. Muppets, the 3D movie over at Hollywood Studios. Um Bugs Tough life. To be a bug. They <laughs> yeah. all have those tiny little elements. And I think that actually leads you right into our last category, which is surprise. Because again, Splash Mountain and Kelly River Rapids, obvious wet rides. Right. These other wet rides, you're not going to leave there soaked from head to toe. But I think it's that combination of the surprise of something flying at me oh now i'm wet mm -hmm. and the water to it sure brings it together um but surprise elements in a lot of different rides um the voyage of the little mermaid you're going to be riding along and all of a sudden your car is going to turn and go backwards just like in the haunted mansion just like so in Spaceship Earth, too. That <laughs> you know, some, you know, my, my son, when are we turning? When are we turning in Spaceship <laughs> Earth the entire way back? You know, he wants to see the video screen, but he also knows that when he when we turn, that's when it happens. So, you know, a lot of the times the car is moving like that is, is definitely a surprise. But you were mentioning the Disney Junior experience. Sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. So Disney Junior, again, I love that show and... It's a great way to, A, get out of the rain if need be, yeah. but B, really let your kids move around and get some energy out. 
but it will be a little bit loud in there. It is going to have those lighting effects. And it ends with a confetti drop. So again, it's got that boom, that noise, that rush of air, and those things falling from the ceiling. So again, great elements for 99% of the people in the room. But well, we're here tonight to help that other one, two, three percent make sure that it doesn't derail your day. Well, and let's be fair, we haven't even <laughs> we haven't even tackled the sensory issues that may occur from other guests surrounding you, right? We're not talking about, you know, any kind of perfumes or anything like that that maybe somebody near you online has. For my family, it's for my wife especially, it's the family that has the nonstop bubble machine that goes along the way with it. So, you know, there are a million things that we have not discussed tonight that I, I know we could talk for a while on. But the basic bottom line that we wanted to relay tonight is that you need to plan for certain things as best as you can. Because if you do have somebody in your traveling party that's sensitive to these sensory situations, we don't want you to be left unaware of what's going on. So before we close tonight, any last minute things that we haven't mentioned that you think are important for people to know? You know, I think the bubble machine is a perfect example to end with because that bubble machine, while sensitive for some, annoying for others, is the soothing factor for others. So it wraps up exactly what we're saying. Everybody is different in how they deal with things. And again, just a lot of kindness goes a long way towards those around you. Totally. And what's magical for some could be nightmarish for others. So you just have to be aware of all of it. Listen, I, I, like you said, I think this might be a topic we can revisit at a later date, maybe with some some firsthand questions and things like that, because I know we get all that. But I appreciate you taking your years of expertise of, of planning for people that do battle some of these things and bringing it to the table tonight. And I hope you have a great week. You too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.